Genre. Welcome back to Cornetto Minute, the soon-to-be daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy one minute at a time. But before we do that, we are covering space one episode at a time. Uh, and uh, this is your boy, Nikki the News. Yes. This is Beam Me Up Scotty. This is Come On Ali. And this is Phil the Phantom Menace Dragish. <laughs> nice. I had to link it into this 1999 thing that we're going on with. Of course. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's good. I picked it up what you were I putting had down. To, had to. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so if you if you haven't been able to tell, uh, what episode are we covering today? Well, today we we'll uh, we will be discussing Revelations, otherwise known as the clubbing episode, uh, the sixth episode of Spaced Series One. I believe the mm-hmm. episode is called Epiphanies. Epiphanies. What did I say? You said revelations. Oh, revelations. Okay. Close enough. Yeah, Leaton. You 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 pulled out the thesaurus. I, I will. Say, I will. I will say. I yeah. I wish. Yeah. I totally opened up a tab and typed in uh, words that uh, I. I'm a little. I'm not crazy about the stylistic decision of giving each episode or like a random one word title. Mm-hmm. They've all been. With respect to the writers, they've all been really kind of, kind of, kind of goose egg titles. Mm-hmm. Very for, vague for these episodes. I mean, like, I mean, battles. I think was one that Scott in particular called out. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like for example, like if if like if you asked me to, if you asked like me to sit down with a piece of paper and write down like the first ten ideas for a title after watching that episode, like epiphanies would be not on the list not on the list <laughs> uh, no. but yeah whatever it's still it's still a really good episode uh how, yeah. how, how are you guys doing <laughs> good 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 I'm good fine. um let's let's uh let's let's talk about uh space in general yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we'll start with you ali what 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 i don't know talk about spaced what do you <laughs> what are your overall thoughts on this it's uh a- on this on this show it is a tv show um, yes. <laughs> i uh i got to space probably the way that most people in the u.s did where i found out after that oh simon Pegg and edgar wright and nick frost have a tv show that they did um mm. and so i had found it slash watched it after Shaun of the dead and probably hot fuzz um and i like it i like um and I remember her name. I like Daisy. Jess. Mm-hmm. Jessica Hines, Nay Stevenson. Jessica mm-hmm. Hines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, she is wonderful. Uh, and I, I feel like I was not expecting her when I went into the show. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, she's, she is delightful and, uh, my spirit animal in uh, a couple ways sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good times. I dig it. Yeah. I, th- I definitely think, uh, 
Daisy Steiner is sort of like the the secret weapon of space in many ways, especially going forward. I mean, like, um, I think a lot of people, the pedigree of the show was like, oh, it's Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, and Edgar Wright. But, you know, Spaced is so much from the brain of 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 Heinz Nay Stevenson. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it was it it's it, it it's always a cool revelation the first time you go through the show to like find this new this quote new this comedic voice that kind of isn't as well known in America as 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 the others have become. Yeah, and well, it's, she was it's, a. She was a new voice in 99 when it came out. Well, sure, I, like sure. In retrospect, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. In, in retrospect right. she's not new, but yeah. Yeah, that was absolutely um, the context that I was I was talking about. Okay. I, mean, right, I, yeah. I, I literally don't know what it... The idea of discovering the show on TV in 1999 is just such a foreign concept to me that like... <laughs> right. To, 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 if you're an American, that's almost like the presumed narrative is like, yeah, like I, I, the DVDs came out or it started airing on TV. Did you watch it on TV, Allie? Mm, I think I watched it the first time when it was on Netflix. Okay. I think when Netflix picked it up. It's it's not it was like within like the past like five years that I've I've actually watched it. Um in which case I probably saw World's End before I saw Spaced. Um oh. it was it was I feel like it was difficult to get over here. Um at least on like DVD, like pre streaming service stuff. Yeah, it's it's pretty um, underground. But yeah, I watched it on uh, on Netflix, and now it's on Hulu, uh, so I can mm-hmm. watch it all again on Hulu. Um, but I feel like the the first time I gave it a watch around, like this was by f- easily the episode that stood out the most to me. Mm-hmm. I uh, think that's I think that's pretty typical among first time viewers. Like mm-hmm. this is definitely the most memorable episode. I think that's like the first time you go through it for sure. So Phil, uh, tell us your your background with space because I I uh, you know I'm a I'm a listener of uh, of, of Matrix Minute and uh, we 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 friended each other on on uh, on Facebook and I saw you put up spaced artwork <laughs> and I was right. like oh he knows this this show so he definitely needs to be on then oh I definitely know it. this show yeah oh, yeah it's probably my favorite TV show I love this this show so much i think i watch it maybe once a year and um Mm -hmm. it's uh been interesting the way i actually found out about it and uh, i think not too um dissimilar to ali's which was um after seeing uh hot fuzz which was in sometime in 2007 when the movie came out and then i enjoyed hot fuzz but um this is weird because in 2007, this is the first time I was even like exposed to Simon Pegg, the Nick Frost, and the Edgar Wright stuff. And I honestly, I liked it, but I didn't understand it very well. And I couldn't tell you why. It just felt very bizarre watching this uh, Hot Fuzz film. And it's like, is it a parody? Is it a... It's, but it's not... It's subtle. It's, you know, what are these crazy camera moves? And, you know, what am I supposed to feel after this? And um, so a couple of months later, um, a friend of mine actually uh, sent me a YouTube link to Spaced Episode 1. And there it was. There was the thumbnail. There was uh, Simon Pegg with a little beanie. 
and uh, I was like, what's, what's this? And I just pressed the button, start watching. He's like going, why? You know, he's just giving that whole thing. And he kept talking. <laughs> I was thinking, what is this? Until he went, I cried at the end of Terminator 2 with the thumb. <laughs> and I was like, done. I'm watching this now. And from dawn till dusk, I've been watching that entire from series. Dusk till Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I I, re- I uh, reversed that, didn't I? I said, what was it? Dust- yeah, I guess so. It's all it's all good. <laughs> and uh, from then on, it's just been um, really, really enjoying this. And it never gets old for me, really. It doesn't. And it's just been really fun. And um, yeah. I think this year I went, I took a trip to London uh, to meet my friend Luke, who's uh, a writer there. And uh, we were actually watching Spaced at his place. And I was thinking, where's the house? Is it is it anywhere near? And we check Google Maps, and it's like, hey, it's just like uh, twenty five minutes away. Awesome! <laughs> and we just took some nice photos, and uh, yeah, I think I think my space pilgrimage has uh, has completed. I think I yeah. feel like I saw some point in the last year, either Edgar Wright or Simon Pegg post on Twitter that that uh, the house was for sale or for what? rent, so you could mm-hmm. like live in Tim and Daisy's apartment. <laughs> Has it tripled in value? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Because uh, they've always said the least realistic part of the show is uh, the rent that they're paying. Um, <laughs> so I feel like uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's like that in any show that takes place in any city-ish area. Mm-hmm. Like I, the, that's, that is always the thing with rent. Or not rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we rent their squatters, so that's that's how they're not paying money. Uh, in Friends. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, in Rent, they're, they're artists, oh, yeah, and their parents yeah, yeah. should stop calling them. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. In Rent, they're just like, they're clearly like squatting, but in Friends, it's like, yeah, I know everyone like, it's, it's, it is, it's like the rent, and I'm not saying like the rent stabilized, I'm just going to take over my grandmother's apartment and we won't tell her that she's dead kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> that happens in New York, kind of, but that apartment was giant. Yeah. There was a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, sh- yeah, I mean, I think, I think the whole, the whole trick with the rent thing, uh, is that you want, you want your show to take place in a urban setting because there's mm-hmm. lots of stuff for your characters to do in an urban setting. But then you have people in the flyover over states and people who, you know, live out in the, you know, in the boonies. And if they heard what the actual rent of that apartment in New York would be, <laughs> they would think that was unrealistic. They'd be like, who would be able to pay rent like that? And so just to like simplify things, I think that's probably what they do. Absolutely. At least that's my theory. Yeah, sounds about right. But, uh, but yeah, okay. So let's, let's talk about uh, epiphanies um, and uh, I talk about this particular episode. Because like one, I guess, I guess a good place to start, um, Ali, uh, you were the very first person who requested to be on this show <laughs> and uh, you did so by screaming the rave one, the one with the rave, the one with the rave. <laughs> uh, yes, that sounds about right. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, tell us, uh, why, um, what is it, what is it about this episode that speaks to you? What is it about this episode that speaks to me? It's such a, it's, I watched it this morning and I watched it twice, uh, mm-hmm. back to back because I finished it and I was just like, I want to watch it again. Um, <laughs> I just, I like, I think I like the ending of it. Um, mm-hmm. not to jump right to the ending, but I like that. It's just 
like the end of that episode, everyone is like dancing and happy and like really glad they're all friends. And like the A team music remix is playing wow. and it's <laughs> like everyone's just like in a good place. Um, and I just, I really yeah. I think, well, I'm rewatching it today. That was, that was my main takeaway. I was like, I like that at the end, they were just all so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tyre's uh, job is uh, and done. Tyre's job is done. And then he walks yeah. out through the smoke machine and chokes on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. So starting at the beginning, uh, my first question was how old is Brian here? Um, in this, in this 1983 flashback, because I was, I was taken aback by how long ago that was. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's such an unnecessary leap. (laughs) Yeah. It's what? Like 15, like this shows from what? 99, 2000. Yeah. So it's 16, 16 years back. Uh, and then I looked up Mark to see how old he was. And it turns out he's 42, which would mean in 83, he's 42 and 99. So in 83, <laughs> he would have been, he would have only been 26, um, which I, I yeah. was kind of totally checked supr- out. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, okay, that, that checks out. I, but I was, I was shocked that he was so old um, because I thought this was a show about 20 somethings. And so I yeah. assumed he was like maybe early thirties at the late, at the oldest. Um, and, and suddenly, suddenly his relationship with Marsha makes a lot of sense. It's not as like <laughs> Mrs. Robinson as I always thought it was. Yeah. But that right. feels really honest to me in the way that I, I mean, like as a, as a 20 something, there are, there are like those people in the group in my friend group or in, in the past that it's like, Oh yeah, he's weirdly like 10, 15 years older than us. Like, and, and it's just like, yeah, I'm that friend. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Brian. It yeah. is. I am the Brian. I have a bunch of friends who are like just turning 30 this year. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I was super into that opening. I just, there, there's something very, uh, we we kind of touched upon this a couple weeks ago, but it, it's a little. There's something a little bit like five percent Guy Ritchie about this cold open. Just these like kind of working class <laughs> people that are just getting worked up over Come On Eileen, and <laughs> and just and and Brian just being this kind of like artsy kind of like oh i don't belong here <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. really i don't love come on alien the way these people do it's and i loved the the choice to not explain that right away and to then let it not come up again until it matters when someone's like brian how come you don't want to go i was like that is such a cool like because it would have been so easy to like just make the audience like know immediately why they showed us that. But I, I, I loved leaving it up in the air for a few scenes. Yeah. 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 yeah that scene is just, uh, I, I, I love the energy of it. I love, uh, the cuts. It's sort of like a preview of, of what's to come at the rave. Um, yeah, as he, far as like, he's really recreating yeah. that feeling of, of what that would be like mm-hmm. being in that room, you know? And right. Mm-hmm. Really is able to <laughs> make you, make you feel the tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rising with that camera moving mm-hmm. very slowly. <laughs> Brian's poor smile. He tries so hard to apologize. <laughs> it's so, so weird smile. watching him smile. 
It's the yeah. best smile. It's a smile that I sometimes emulate. <laughs> yeah. When things go wrong. Uh, I love it. Um, yeah. D- Nick, do you have do you have any do, do any of you know what Daisy and Tim are watching? No. That no. It, I mean that's another example. That that was one of the uh, like oh this is the thing that I don't get because I'm not from England. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea what they were watching. Could not figure it out. I assume some sort of soap opera, maybe. I'm. Not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I really loved uh, uh, Nick Frost uh, <laughs> uh, 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 giving the thumbs up to those little boys with the canoe. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love the uh, he, when they're on the phone and he um, he does the duck call. Yeah. Simon Pegg is like. Oh, I can't remember what he says, but it's so perfect. It's just like, excuse you. (laughs) (laughs) He's just trying to put, he's just putting rocks in his rucksack. 15 rocks. (laughs) It's only supposed to be five. This isn't the TA, Mike. The rough round, Liz. I love how how dramatic he is. It's amazing. I think this might Um, be Nick Frost's uh, strongest episode so far. Oh, yeah? Could be. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. Elaborate on that. I think so. Because he's in this season a little less than he is in season two. I think he's in a lot more of season two. Sure. Um, I think this and uh, our our previous episode, episode five, are probably the two that he's in the most. Um, and hmm. uh, yeah, he's 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 just so for someone who's not a, who was not an actor at the time. Uh, it's really impressive. <laughs> he did a really good job. Yeah. He's so good. Um, you know. And I love the the running gag of the the thing that happened to him that we don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, I, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Especially with the the mustache, it's the best. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is like a kid with a mustache. <laughs> 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 And Nick Frost's voice, they have him dub over the kid's voice. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so great. That's the best. Um, so we meet Tyres. Uh, oh, yeah. Who, yeah, <laughs> who is just, just the greatest character. Uh, I mean, he just, he enters this show and is so memorable. Like, he only comes back one other time. And that's in season um, two. Twice, if you count his cameo in uh, Shaun of the Dead. Um, oh, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. When I when I found but, that out because I saw that I saw Shaun of the Dead afterwards, and then it took me a few times to uh, continue watching Shaun of the Dead over and over, and then it's like, is that tires? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that. Um, yeah. No. Uh, just tires jamming out to just random sounds is just the weirdest. Like. <laughs> idiosyncratic thing to have a character do and i love it to the point where they make no apologies like for some reason daisy is pouring his glass in like just like pouring a little bit and then pulling it back and pouring (laughs) a little bit more it's such a it's such like an edgar wright shot like sequence though with like the super Mm -hmm. close-up of super mundane objects like working in a way that's very different and very dramatic um, mm-hmm. and I, I love that it's in, cause like, I mean, it happens in everything. Um, mm-hmm. but it's usually like that, like mounting kind of like, we're going to make tying your shoes super dramatic. Um, mm-hmm. or leaving the house really dramatic. And like, this isn't super dramatic. It's just like tires his brain, like dancing out. Cause 
mm-hmm. probably still on rave drugs. I was super <laughs> into the uh, the the little noise that um, that Colin was making <laughs> as he was as he was like gnawing on his like bone or whatever. I was super into yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, in the in the whole uh, the the you know tires sort of like hearing the music. Um, what's really interesting is that it's it's sort of like a like a precursor to Baby Driver almost. You know, like this is that's mm. like this is kind of like where that that sort of you can see the sort of birth of what will eventually be that concept. I still um, haven't seen that man in oh, this. That's uh, so good. <laughs> I know. Um, in this in this section, here. like you can kind of see like how, um, you know, he's finding music and mundane things, and just you know, like it's it's uh it's interesting. I I I think that's really cool that you can you can see something like that so on display this early on. I mean, we're talking yeah. eighteen years yeah. before that movie's mm-hmm. released. I mean, that's that's nuts. Yeah, but not only that, I consider space to be sort of like the primordial Edgar Wright thing that you can see, and you can see all kinds of elements from oh yeah the future things that they were gonna do, uh, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, and later on with The World's End. Uh, oh there's yeah, a, there's it's just really saturated, and that's I, that's why I think I like watching this so much because there's it's just really packed in. Not to say that the other films aren't any worse, but. Um, I think they're all wonderful, and um, but yeah, this is the this is the one that's like super saturated with all that uh, experimental stuff mm-hmm. that they that they there's later a purity to, to it. Do. Yeah, 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 abs- absolutely. Um, so uh, I so like the 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 mood like um tires mood swings and the weird edits <laughs> like that's one of my favorite jokes is that he's like looming over them and then it cuts and he's and back cuts, sitting yes, down and, and then they move down. they they move their eye line <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the silliest joke but i love it so much it's so great it makes me laugh every single time um i love it and it really uh, it really does feel like this 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 that that scene with tires appearing in their in their flat also feels very like getting the small stuff right that we've been talking about because like yeah like when you're when you're living like in a house or like a when you're sharing a place like these weird people will just appear in your house and <laughs> like i i love that daisy just is like okay well you know this <laughs> you're you're in my house now i'm going to make the best of this mhm indeed yeah um the Scrabble montage is really fun because yes. like, the whole conceit <laughs> of this episode, the whole conceit of this episode is sort of poking fun at the idea of the will they, won't they characters in sitcoms, mm-hmm. but yeah. also completely embracing the concept yeah. of, yeah, no, no, Tim and Daisy are definitely like, this isn't yeah, a will yeah, they, yeah, won't yeah. they? Yeah. This is a when will they? Because yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> um, and I just, I love this Scrabble thing with the, the fuck tiles <laughs> yeah <laughs> what could it mean what could it mean wow. and it's like this super like sexy french song yeah, yeah. oh it's so funny they're just him trying it. to spell shazam uh-huh. <laughs> it's so great it's not a word you just want to use zed <laughs> And then Pro V. I imagine yeah. uh, the Pro I imagine this this Scrabble conversation is a lot like the two of them writing these scripts together of just like you can't yes. make a reference to that. No one cares about that. 
you know? Yeah. I, I'm a big fan. I, apparently Edgar Wright doesn't like this shot, this long shot of them walking, calling and talking. Um, it was, it was shot in a oneer because with a long lens, because, uh, they had done the, uh, the tires, uh, listening to like everyday music, uh, mm-hmm. the day before. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was a lot of setups for that. And so it like robbed them of a lot of time. <laughs> so they're like, Oh, we'll just do this in a oneer and that that'll save us a bunch of time. Uh, and he hates it. Um, apparently, <laughs> but the most, but I, shot I, 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 I like it. I, 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 I like that the, you know, for, for a, an episode that will get very, you know, erratic and yeah yeah, and crazy like you know throughout this episode i like that there's a beat here of just like just like a slow like walk down the street you know and i like it because it it feels particularly in an episode where everything is about people hanging everything is about not tim and daisy Mm -hmm. like this Mm. feels even more like it's just their time together Mm -hmm. Um, because it is shot differently than the other ones. So even if it's not a particularly interestingly shot sequence, it, it feels unique with the rest of the episode. And I feel like this moment needs, needs that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, there's this ongoing joke about Tim, uh, it, it, it enjoying the way he feels in women's clothes, um, <laughs> which, which is an ongoing thing in this. And what I noticed is that they don't bring attention to it, but Tim, Tim is definitely wearing girl jeans in this scene. What? Um, yeah. He's wearing like <laughs> flared, really? flared girl jeans with like tiny girl jean pockets. Um, oh, that's great. Eh, Fall out boy did that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is 99. So that was right when that was happening, like before the birth of skinny jeans, mm-hmm. when, when guys in like the scene would wear like their girlfriend's clothes, girl pants. Yeah. <laughs> would wear girl pants to get that look that they want. Um, just like really tight jeans. Yeah. That and, Tim Beasley uh, look that was so hot. <laughs> right. That Tim Beasley yeah. look. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I, I was like, Oh, that's, uh, ongoing thing that isn't just in this episode it, it's uh also talked a lot about in uh future episodes and things mm-hmm. just like oh, yeah a, just like a thing he likes uh he likes uh, the way he feels in women's clothes nothing wrong with that good for him <laughs> um uh i do like that i do like that aside that he has yeah with, he has that aside with, with uh, mike is it mike with mike yeah i was just like oh. an israeli grandma just because <laughs> yeah, I mean, I why why did you have to do that? Well, I didn't have to. We should talk. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, I love that. Um, and I love I love Daisy running away from Marsha. Oh uh, yeah, I I, uh, I I I I already said this is I think Nick Frost's strongest episode yet, but this is also a fucking solid a uh, Marsha Klein episode. <laughs> mm. Oh yes. Which is interesting because she's only in like a couple scenes. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, but, but like they're both the, so good. Uh, the scene where she walks in on everyone as they're about to go for the, to the club. Oh, it's just, so great! Yeah. It's so it's so it, perfectly timed. It's so it breaks my little heart. I just I want everyone to hang out with her. 
<laughs> and I hate I hate that they don't invite her out to stuff. She just when she's just in the doorway, like oh, I was just like oh, I love you so much. They're still <laughs> lying to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> kind of only to her at this point, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Daisy's clubbing outfit when it's like all zipped up and she's got the goggles and everything. <laughs> yes. Do you guys yeah. think this is too much? No. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I just remembered the moment where uh where Twist comes over and who also has an amazing clubbing outfit. Uh yes. mm-hmm. and when when a Twist said that she's on a diet where she only eats like a bird and then <laughs> Daisy's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like this, and she just like bangs her head on the table. I was like, Yes, yes. like that's so funny. Like that to me is the yeah, like that's Daisy and like that's their friendship to me. Uh it was just great yeah <laughs> the friendship of just like 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 daisy daisy thinks that twist is legitimately her friend and twist is friends with daisy because she feels sorry for her <laughs> like it's just such a weird relationship and i love it so much it's so strange i love daisy she's so awkward yeah, i know she's the best um so they go clubbing. i love Oh, no. Yeah, they go clubbing, and Daisy, I love that Daisy, like, everyone gives her their coat, which is, like, yes. totally the thing yes. that happens. Like, when you yes. go out to the club, somebody says they're going to go do this, and everyone's, it's just, like, everyone's just waiting for someone to say they're going to do it, yeah. so yeah. that yeah. they can just give all their coats to them. Uh, the worst version mm-hmm. of that is when one person is, this hasn't happened a lot, thank God, but when it's like, hey, I'm going to the bar... And then next thing you know, everyone's like getting drink orders in. And then like <laughs> one person has to go to the bar and get like five Long Island five drinks, teas or whatever. So you yeah, yeah, how you're going to carry them all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a cup holder? <laughs> yeah. I have to say this whole, um, the whole rave club scene is one of the most, like, I have to say this is some, like one of the most realistic depictions of how, what mm-hmm. it's like when you're there. Especially yeah. with um, with the uh, like the loud noise, and then later on, I, I think I'm skipping a little bit there, where it's like everybody's becoming friends more. It's just like ev- like all that stress is gone. It's just like, no, nah, you're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. Yeah, it's like it's that yeah. kind of feeling that for me, this whole um, thing is just for such an unrealistic, you know, cartoony. I would say cartoony, like this this whole uh, series is that this. Um, they really show a lot of uh, reality to in like situations like that and I really like mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Well and well, I think and I, you know Oh go ahead Alex. I, I just think that's also like a thing that works really well with stuff that is cartoony or stuff that's like a bit surreal is when you've got mm-hmm. you know like the bones of it really grounded in reality. Like you can mm-hmm. do like the super weird stuff because you've got a yeah. good anchor. Yeah, and yeah. I think, I it's think like, that helps it, it here too. Like, you, they could have done anything with this episode, really, and we would have been along for the ride. I think, but I do like mm-hmm. that it just is like this is exactly what it feels like going into a club. Exactly. There's something really honest about making making some a scene in a movie or a TV show, making it feel right as opposed to like technically be right mm-hmm. because yeah. technically there is only they only have like a couple dozen extras in this scene but they're 
moving them around and they're keeping the camera really tight. But all of that feels true because it's making everything feel kind of claustrophobic, which is what mm-hmm. it feels like when you're in a club. Um, and so like everything feels honest, mm-hmm. even though like it's not where, whereas like you could watch a movie like um, party monster or something that's about similar stuff. And you can have a scene at a rave where they're like big open shots of like this rave. And it doesn't feel right because Mm -hmm. the people are like in the crowd and they're just like talking to each other. And you're like, no, no, that's not how that works. No. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. That's not true. To me, the most honest, Um, the most honest shots are the ones where it's just like uh, Mike and Tim's like standing next to each other, not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that that's 80% of going to a club from my from my experience. And then but you know, like there is like dancing, but mostly you are just kind of like, oh, we're out. Mm-hmm. We did it. <laughs> I love how well Mike fits in to this uh Oh yeah. They yeah. just into this. They accept him. He they fits really in yeah. amazingly well. Yeah. I think it's yeah. great that, you know, uh in America, you know, we kind of have this like Adam Sandler school of comedy where the you introduce a character like Mike to shit on him like mm-hmm. in in yeah. Adam Sandler movies it's always like hi I'm Steve Buscemi and I like women's feet and then he's gonna like get like a wrench thrown at him or like <laughs> yeah. everyone's gonna be look at the freak you know it it, it, it is kind of like look at the freak and yeah I I love it speaks so much to I think the kindness of Peg and 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 Heinz and A. Stevenson. I'll never get tired of saying that as writers. Uh, <laughs> be, for like, yeah, it'd be so easy for everyone to just like, who's this weird guy? But the fact that it ends with Mike just really <laughs> like letting loose and like really enjoying himself is like to be the much yeah. more fun, exciting choice to make, and yeah. the the, mm-hmm. the weirder choice to make, I think. And I like that mm-hmm, it's, uh, mm-hmm. I like that he's in like, he's literally in like a woman's top uh, mm-hmm. out there and has like, whatever, no. Like, yeah, they, yeah. Because I feel like if that was an American show, it would have been like, oh no, but he's like the army dude. Like he would have a problem with that. Like, I'm not wearing pink. Yeah. You know, like, like no that's where comedy there's... would yeah. come from because he didn't want to do it, but he just mm-hmm. embraces it. He's yeah. had a really bad day. You know, he mm-hmm. bought, you know, he Eskimo rolled the canoe. He's not happy. <laughs> yeah. And Especially just... in 99. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. well, I mean, but the, but the other, but the other thing about Mike's character that they never outright, I don't, I don't believe in all 14 episodes. They never outrightly say it. They just make small suggestions here and there is that like, he, he is, he is very, very gay. Um, like he, he is a, he is a gay, a proud gay man and they don't ever, like actually like make a thing about it. They just like kind of like eh, reference it here and there. And, and so like, I, again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's the interesting choice is to make the most masculine guy in the show, the gay character. Like if this was, you know, the American version of space, they would have made, yeah, they would have made, yeah, like a very early Brian, Brian, the gay character or something, Mm -hmm. you know, But instead, they make it Mike, and I love that. I love that about this show. Um, and I love that, you know, like, he's up there dancing, and it's an A-Team remix. 
Like, I just feel uh-huh. like he has become such buddies with, like, the DJ at this point. And he's like, yeah, I'll throw some A-Team on for you. Why not? Oh, that A-Team oh, I just, Well, and I just love it. Like, I it just imagine, like, you know, like the girls at the club where, like, the song plays and everybody's like, oh, my God, it's my jam. <laughs> and, like, I imagine that this is Mike's That's equivalent my of that. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to get up front and I'm going to show these people what the A-Team are made of. <laughs> and y- I, yeah, go on. Like the A-Team <laughs> remix. <laughs> it's like I was actually trying because, you know, that's not available on the soundtrack. And right. I really wanted to because I watched it with commentary and they mentioned that the uh, uh, music, music supervisor and somewhat composer um kind of put that together with an existing uh track um with that 18 thing on on the top and i tried to actually put you know actually make my own 18 remix version of that and put the actual 18 theme on there i wasn't very successful so i'm very disappointed i still don't have that sort of thing (laughs) oh it's so good it's It's so so good. good you know there's this theory of comedy that i don't disagree with um but it's like you know this theory that all comedy is rooted in unhappiness like someone has to be or pain someone has to be in pain for comedy to work uh you know the dad doesn't want the mother-in-law to come over so the humor comes from them having to be in the same place uh you know ted has to not uh, be a weird person. Uh, I did a bad example. Uh, uh, but yeah, but so so there's this theory that all comedy has to be rooted in pain or unhappiness, right. like mm-hmm. Curb Your Enthusiasm, like uh, The Office, like Rick, Ricky Gervais' Office in particular. And I, I love it. I remember watching an episode of Broad City, specifically the one where uh, Alana uh, is hooking up with Aaliyah Shawkat character uh and and then abby is like smoking with uh um uh kelly ripa and i remember watching this episode and being like no one is unhappy yeah right everyone in this this is this is about them enjoying themselves like literally enjoying like carnal physical drugs and pleasure and it's hilarious and i remember thinking like oh this kind of is a counterpoint to that theory and I, I i remind i was reminded of that so much during the final minutes of this episode because mm-hmm. when's the last time you saw an episode of a sitcom about going out clubbing that was about how amazing and cathartic and fun going to a club is right it wasn't about like and they still mention like all of the annoying things about being at a club yes, like yeah. there's still a moment where you can't hear somebody there's still a moment where somebody has to wait on the checkout line there's still the oh my god is this gonna go really bad with brian because this is what I love about forget Chekhov's rifle. It should be like Edgar writes everything um, yeah. because he does not do anything unless he does not set up anything unless he can knock that domino down later. Um, mm-hmm. And the, like there is because there's the moment of it's like oh no this is where like he drops the, the water shoe. and someone gets mm-hmm. pissed and like that's gonna be funny and it's and it's not like it's just like hey man. I love you. I'm gonna yeah. hug you. Yeah. You dropped water. That's that's a bummer. Like, yeah. <laughs> is that the same? Is it the same actor as the as the guy who does it at the beginning? I, I think it is. it is. I think it is. I'm pretty it sure it's be. the same actor, and they just gave him sunglasses to wear. I want to believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. 
Um, but yeah, it, it is just a joy to watch. It, it yeah. just makes you makes you have, feel good. It, it is. Know. It is. I like that. It's just. It is. It's like joyfully cathartic. It's kind mm-hmm. of like when you laugh at someone because you know they're having a good time. Like not a mean right. laugh, but like a. Right. I well, because it's the it's that's what it is, right? Is it's the difference between what makes you laugh from strangers and what makes you laugh with your friends. Right. right. Like yeah. when you you're when you with, laugh with you're your not laughing at. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this this episode perfectly sums up like the difference between this and something like the Big Bang Theory, where you're just like. Yeah, look at how stupid they all are. Laugh at them. Ha ha ha. Yeah, like like And this yeah. this is just like we're all friends here. Let's laugh together. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Like it's just a totally different totally different vibe. Yeah. It's like you're not laughing at Mike. You're not laughing at Mike because he's wearing a jester hat and gloves and has gone like full on in. Like you're laughing because he's having such a good time. Like you would be yeah. up, like he's up there laughing and so you're laughing with him. Mhm. Yeah, it. and it it's like it, it. It's still. It's a. I mean, it's a funny. It's a. It, it's so hilarious when you see him just like at the head of this mob of dancing. But it, yeah, it, it, it's you're not. Yeah, it's a. It's the way that you laugh when you see like a friend doing something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the combination. I also I just love the 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 juxtaposition of. You know the the group hug mentality of like a rave and ravers, mixed with the the joy of ultra violence that Mike has. <laughs> so he, he creates this dance of like shooting gun, guns yeah. and shooting yourself on the head and throwing grenades, and and they all just like kind of go along with it. Like they just <laughs> they love it. Um, and I I just I there's something really funny about that. Um, and. And I love that he has such a good time that, you know, we get that cutscene and the, or the, the post credit scene. And you just, you think that it's just sort of like, uh, like, oh yeah, you know, like this little, little gag at the end thing. But when you think about it, I, like what I love so much about that scene at the end is that Mike had such a good time that he just wants to keep going. Like you always have that yeah. one friend that's like, no, I want to stay out. <laughs> I want to keep doing it. And, and you like to a certain point, like you're just like, Oh, they're so happy. I don't want to make them unhappy. Okay. We'll keep going, but I'm really tired. Mm. And like, that's <laughs> what that scene is about is like, he's still jamming out and they're just like, yeah, we're here for you, man. We're, we're shaking our legs, but we're, <laughs> we're exhausted. <laughs> And I just, I love it so much. They all just love each other. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of love. So. Friends. Um, yeah. Friends. Uh, so, so any, uh, any, any closing thoughts on, uh, on, on this episode or, or spaced in general? Uh, what about you, Phil? It goes from, uh, from pretty crappy at the beginning is ter- in terms of, um, how everyone's feeling to very nice and pleasant at the end. And that's quite nice. Yeah. My work here is done. Work here is done. (laughs) Oh, Michael! He did indeed succeed. (laughs) What about you, Allie? I don't know. I think we covered it. I feel like we're ending in the nice, happy friend place, and that's where the episode ends. You and that's what I like. Um. So, do you have do you have stuff to plug, Allie? I'm currently unplugged. I have nothing to plug. 
<laughs> okay, well, plug your plug your Twitter at the very uh, least. Yeah, you can find me on the Twitters where I sometimes post pictures of the pies I'm making. It's uh, it's, Ooh, it's really. It's weird. Twitter is <laughs> a weird place for me, but you can find me there at uh, Wonder Alley, uh, Wonder A L I. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also there on Tumblr. Uh, yeah, all the social media nice. platforms. I, I want to eat every pie that you post, and it's it's a problem. I well, it's funny because the last I had a couple duds. I had a couple pies oh. that were duds, and uh, this pie was not a dud. This pie was good. Um, mm. or at least that's what I made all of my friends tell me because, uh, I was paranoid about how my pie tasted, uh, but everyone seemed <laughs> to like it. So that's good. Congrats. Pie. Pies. <laughs> pies. Bill, you've got stuff me, to plug. Speaking of, uh, speaking of raves and, and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and plugs and <laughs> house music. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess speaking 1999. of 1999. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Me. There's a lot of connections. <laughs> There are a lot of connections. Um, Speaking of connections, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we could just do this all day and we you could can. never actually talk about the thing. True, true. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I co-host uh, one of those Movies by Minutes that have been around for a while and they're really fun to listen to because I'm listening to, you know, Scott and, and Nick every day. <laughs> doing 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 back to the future minute and i will move on to the other ones when i'm done with that one i'm already on part three guys nice and, wow um yeah and uh, i'm doing uh the matrix minute because it's a movie that uh, means a lot to me and my two uh co-hosts which is my brother and our cousin which is an interesting uh combination considering you know most people is just friends but this is actually us who are related and we had the same experience watching the matrix and being influenced by it That's cool. and so we thought it was a re- yeah we thought it was a really fun um thing to do and we're doing it so it's on uh the matrix minute dot one and of course we picked the one because the one cool. and mm-hmm. um yeah, it's on Twitter at ask the no. What was it on Twitter? Man, they usually do that the the plugging. I just I just say bye and that's <laughs> about it. But um, uh, so it's like at the at the Matrix Minute. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's just the Matrix Minute. You Google it, you'll find it. It's quite simple. Mm-hmm. And the Matrix yeah. is on Netflix now, so you can watch along. Ooh, Excellent. Yes. Excellent. At least in America, it's it's yeah. on Netflix in America. Oh, that's very say. true. I should I should preface that. Yeah, there's there's a lot yeah. of differences. I'm not so much of a Phantom Menace in that one. I usually talk the most there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you intro intro just about every episode. I right? do. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, nice. yeah. Um, but yeah, Matrix Minute, really good show. So thank you, uh, thank you very you guys much. Should definitely uh, check that out if you if you like the Matrix. If you've seen it as Many times as I have, um, you should you should definitely uh, listen to the show because yeah, you don't even have to rewatch the Matrix. You just the way you guys talk about it. Like I'm like yeah, I can I can see the whole movie in my oh, head. Good. It's weird. Awesome. Yeah, that's but, great uh, to hear. Yeah, it's good. It's a good show. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, appreciate Thank you it for having me. Even even though I was the Phantom in this one. Yeah, and. Uh, We'll be back in a couple of days to talk about uh, episode seven. The final, no, the penultimate episode of series one. No, no the, this, the, this the is finale. This episode of series one. Oh, yeah, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.